0: Howdy, howdy! Welcome on in to the pre-show before the free show, and it's game week.
1: It is, in fact, it's game, game
0: week. week. In <laughs>
1: fact, nearly seven hundred high school football games that we've got coming up. We're going to preview every single one of them. Yes. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> if, <laughs> hey, Malpal, how's that pitch yeah, video going? Go? <laughs> um,
1: could I call for the ball? Can I call football ball here? Absolutely. In the okay, I'm gonna yeah. call the ball. Um frequent viewers of this show may have noticed in the past couple of weeks that I've been a little bit more absent. Mm-hmm. I've been out a little bit more. Um I can shed a little bit of light onto that. Um my father, my dad, uh, Mark, uh is uh is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He's been in the hospital um since August twelfth. Actually been in the uh, intensive care unit since August twelfth. Um uh, I, I won't bore you with all the medical details, but it's not COVID-19. It's, um, he's, he's been vaccinated uh, for a while now. Um, it is instead a, um, a bacterial infection of his lungs that also impacted his heart. Um, now, the good news is that things are trending in a good way. I was at the hospital with him yesterday. Uh, he's off the ventilator that he was on for nine days. He's off the heart pump that he was on for, for five days. Uh, he's trending in a positive direction. He's eating solid foods, which is mm-hmm. awesome. We were talk- I was talking with him yesterday. He was very concerned about how the bears were doing. Um, and so, so he's feeling much better so at things that are, point. Yeah. So, you know, he's moving slow, and we've got a long road for recovery. But uh, he's trending in a positive way. So that's, that's very good. Um, the reason I bring this up is, is twofold. One uh, is that I'm a believer in the power of prayer. Um, your mileage may vary. But, um, you know, if, if that's your thing, if you're into that kind of thing, uh, if you if you want to put up a line to to the big man upstairs, uh, I know I would appreciate it. Um, my my whole family uh, would certainly appreciate that. Uh, so that's 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 one. So the other part, the other reason I bring this up, is to tell you a little bit about the the details of this. So so when my father first went to the hospital, he showed up in the ER at the hospital. They live in Midlothian. Um, he showed up at the hospital there and and was at the ER, and um, they they put him on a ventilator and stuff. And they wanted to move him upstairs to the ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, but they couldn't because the ICU was full. I probably don't need to tell you why the ICU was full. Mm-hmm. Um so once they discovered there in Midlothian that there was a heart issue as well, they they looked around and they said, All right, this ER-turned makeshift ICU is not gonna work. We gotta find him an ICU bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, And so they called to hospitals. Um, They called to five different hospitals before they found a bed. They called to five different hospitals before they found one ICU bed uh, there at Charlton, or uh, Methodist Charlton, and so he was transferred there. Um, The other other four hospitals were full of, of COVID patients in the ICUs. So he gets to Methodist Charlton, and um, I have I, just nothing but wonderful things to say for the people who, who, who have helped my father. I mean, the, the, the medical professionals are unbelievable, and um, I've spent way too much time in hospitals lately. Um, they figured out about two days into his stay that they're at Methodist. Charlton that uh, he they wanted to get him to Baylor now Baylor for those who are unfamiliar with the DFW uh, area Baylor's the big hospital Baylor's the big one mm-hmm. Baylor's the the, um, the the Jerry world of hospitals <laughs> right and so um, they called in um, and they put him on a waiting list and my dad was on a waiting list for five days before they could get him a bed mm-hmm. at Baylor. And I, I, I know, you know, the, the predicate to that sentence, which is they couldn't get him in because all the ICU beds were full of COVID patients.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I'm I, I'm I, I am somebody. The good news is he's getting the care he needs now. And he's he got lucky yes. to get into all these places. What I'm saying is that we shouldn't have to have it come down to luck. I, I'm I'm not speaking to you as the host of a dumb Internet show. I'm not speaking to you from on high. I don't want to talk down to people, okay? I think, I, I think you guys know me at this point. I am speaking to you as a, a, a human, speaking to you as a neighbor, as a son, as a, as a father, as a, a husband, as a brother. I am asking you, please, please, if you can, please get vaccinated. Please. I have felt personally, my family has felt personally the ripple effects of this mm-hmm. I, I I understand that there are some people who have some consternation about it but the vaccine will keep you it is remarkably good at keeping you out of the hospital my dad did not have an option to go to ICU mm-hmm. the, the 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 lung infection and 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 the heart issues he had to be there there's nothing he could do to prevent it but a lot of the people, you you can do something to prevent yourself needing a bed, so that the people who don't have an opportunity, don't to avoid be, being there, can have those beds. Uh, I'm I'm asking, I'm imploring you, I'm on my hands and knees begging you to please, please get vaccinated, because what you do matters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What you do matters, and so uh, that's it from me. Hit the theme expo. In your yes. Yes. From the Dave Campbell's Texas football mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas football today, a show celebrating game week. Let's go. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's picking out which of the 697 Texas high school football games (laughs) she's most excited about. She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle.
0: All of them. In all week them. one, you're just excited all of them. for all of really? them. Really?
1: You're excited about? I'm going to pick one at random
0: here. So you're about uh, to put some on blast. All
1: right. All right. Tell me everything you're excited about, about Lockhart against Victoria West. It's football. It's. I'm, I'm, I'm amped. I'm <laughs> That's
0: amped. it. That's all up. I need.
1: Mean. <laughs> I'm fired up. Today is Monday, August 23rd, 2021. 94 days until Thanksgiving. A uh, Happy birthday to... I looked this up. Today's Kobe Bryant's birthday, but we might yes. be—we can come up with uh, one that's a little happier.
0: Um, today
1: is the birthday of Brian
0: Smigga, our viewer. Oh, congratulations, there you go. happy birthday, Ryan! Did you say? Congratulations I know, I thought about it. Birthday? Congratulations on turning congratulations, another year older. Man. You made it. <laughs> you made, you made you you it all it. the way around <laughs> the sun again. Congratulations,
1: <laughs> Ryan! Happy birthday, Ryan! Uh, today is episode one thousand two hundred twenty-five on today's show, guys. We've got headlines from across the state, including. We're closing in on football season, which means colleges are naming quarterbacks. So Fact. I can tell you who is going to be the starting quarterback for uh, a number of Baylor. these
0: teams:
1: <laughs> Baylor and Texas State. Yep. Uh, we'll get into that. Then, back half of the show, we will be joined by the head coach of the San Antonio Brennan Bears, Coach Stephen Bezor is going to join us. Uh, coach Bezor, I looked this up because I, I'm always, I'm always um, leery. Um, we've done 1,224 of these shows, right? This is 1,225. Yes. So we've talked with a lot of coaches, Fact. and they all kind of blend together, and time has no meaning. So mm-hmm. I'm always very concerned about, like, oh, my gosh, did we just talk with Coach Bezor? And, like, I don't – I didn't realize it. Right. Do you know the last time we had him on the show? When? November 2015.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's gracious. about time we circle back to Stephen support. Yeah.
0: Welcome back, coach. <laughs> head
1: coach of the San Antonio Brennan Bears who have a huge game this weekend against San Antonio Reagan. We'll talk to them about that and many other things coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door?
0: We sure do. It was Aaron Flynn, Tony Blaylock, Ryan Smiga, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome
1: in, friends. Okie dokie, Pickle. Let's get to some headlines from across the state. We will start... Everybody loves quarterbacks, right? Uh, It tends
0: to be a hot topic around these parts. People
1: love quarterbacks. Um, And so I can tell you a little bit about some college football quarterback news. Specifically, this was yesterday that uh, the Baylor Bears have named their starting quarterback for the 2021 season. It will be (laughs) Gary Bohannon. Gary Bohannon is going to be the starter uh, for the Baylor Bears, at least in their opener against Texas State on September 4th. Uh, So, of course, Charlie Brewer has been the starter there at Baylor for the past couple of years. He has, uh, you know, coincidentally it came out today that he's going to be the starter for Utah. Um, Which isn't super surprising. No, it's one would think that if he was you know he's a he's a power 5 starting quarterback transferring to another power 5 institution he's probably at least the favorite mm-hmm. but he is going to be the starter uh but of course uh, it came down to Bohannon, sophomore uh, Jacob Zeno and the redshirt freshman uh, Blake Shapin. turns out it is Gary Bohannon um which is interesting cuz during the during the spring we had been hearing that uh Jacob Zeno was going to be the guy mm-hmm. uh that he was going to be the guy although apparently um, Zeno uh, kind of finished a little bit, uh, you know, sputtered a little bit towards the end, and Bohannon looked really good, and so they have been, they've gone to a uh, Bohannon. He has not started a game for Baylor, but he has appeared in, uh, he he has uh, appeared in thirteen, including nine back in 2019. Um, he, uh, generally speaking, whenever he has been in Gary Bohannon. He has been, the, he's been a running quarterback. He's been a guy who um, he's, he's averaged six yards a carry and things like that. More of, a, more of a running threat than like Charlie Brewer, for example. Right. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see. He was, he, he, the passing numbers are not pretty for his time there, mm-hmm. but also super small sample size. So, um, he, of course, he was a four-star recruit out of Arkansas. Gary Bohannon is going to be the new quarterback, at least for week one, uh, against Texas State for the Baylor Bears. Uh, also... Who is going to be the. Um, who is he going to be facing? Um, that's good a good question. question.
0: That's Who's he going to be facing? Facing Texas question. State.
1: And they have named the quarterback. They sure have. They have named the quarterback, and that is. Brady McBride. Yeah. Brady McBride uh, is going to be the starter. It is the second consecutive opening start uh, for McBride, his ninth overall start uh, for Texas State. Um, Jake Spavitol announced this to the team yesterday. I uh, believe a uh, uh, Kef. Char- I never. Is, I think it's Chardello, C. Uh, mm. the outstanding guy out at the San Marcos uh, paper. Uh, one thing that is very interesting about this, and this was noted by Brant Freeman, Brant Freeman, who uh, does work for ESP uh, a broadcaster for Texas State. This is the first time since 2015-2016 that Texas State will have had the same starting quarterback in back-to-back years.
0: Which is surprising, and yet not over. surprising, all at the same time. Right.
1: Uh, they've run through their fair number of guys, but. But Brady McBride was, was, you know, the guy. Um, Ishmael Johnson, our own Ishmael Johnson, pointed out on Twitter. I'll just read this verbatim. Brady McBride threw for over 800 yards, eight touchdowns, and no picks on 70% completion in Texas State's final three games last year. He had an average QBR of 76.7 in that span. He was always the guy. Um, Yeah, that's that that feels right. And so your quarterback matchup is set for week one. It Mm -hmm. is uh, Gary Bohannon for Baylor up against uh, Brady McBride for Texas State. So there is that news. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, this came down a little bit earlier last week. I believe Thursday, maybe? Uh, Jordan Weeks, the quarterback for UTSA, has entered the transfer portal. 24-7 mm-hmm. is reporting. Um, he, of course, was such a star. JoJo Weeks um, was such a star at uh, at Wimberley. Thank you, Greg. Mm-hmm. Texans. Um, he did start three games for UTSA uh, back in 2019 um he was but he was projected to be their fourth string quarterback heading into 2021 um so he has entered the transfer portal we'll see where he lands but jordan weeks has entered uh the transfer portal there at utsa of note a very small not small note but but mark your calendar i know everybody look i i think we you know we count down to thanksgiving but i think Mm -hmm. that everybody was really looking forward to two days after thanksgiving when utep uh travel was going to travel to birmingham to take on uab
0: that's yeah i've had that marked on my I calendar for a long time it's a big day actually. for all of
1: us it is uh it should be well, an
0: actual national holiday if you ask me but. well
1: get your get your calendar out because mm-hmm. it has actually been moved up a day it's going to be on black friday the day after thanksgiving yeah. at 11 a.m uh central time god's time zone um at uh, in in at legion field in birmingham it will be uab and utep moving forward to Friday, the, the whatever Black Friday is. Yeah. What day? I know it's, it's a day after Thanksgiving. So it's, oh, 26th.
0: Because uh, uh steps birthday is on Thanksgiving this year. That's right.
1: Uh, November twenty fifth, mm-hmm. and we give thanks for that. Um, so there's
0: that. <laughs> Congrats, um, Matthew. <laughs>
1: okay, let's talk a little bit about what's going on, Mahia. So spicy. Ma- so so Mahea has had a weird off season. Okay. Yes. Uh, they 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 made a coaching change. Mm-hmm. That is not necessarily huge. Um. Uh.
0: It was it was after one year, so that was right. always that's always a little different, yeah. but it was just a normal coaching change. Right.
1: So a coaching change. Brady Bond had come in and, and took over for uh for Mejia. Mm-hmm. Just, after, after Tristan Abryn. Tristan Abron left after one year. Okay, no big deal. Yeah. That's that's standard. There were like two hundred plus of these, yeah. right? <laughs> well Brady Bond has resigned on Friday. Um he did not coach a game for Mejia. This was uh he was only basically in, 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 in name only. And so we um and so what we saw there is Brady Bond re- resigned. I'm not going to get into the weeds as to why Brady Bond resigned. Yeah, from what, from what I understand, <laughs> there is an administrative issue um, between him and Mahe ISD um, for this or that or the other. Not particularly interested in getting into that. No. But they have promoted uh, their defense coordinator, Aaron Knoll, uh, who is very active on Twitter, I should say. Longtime <laughs> follower of mine. Uh, to be, uh, the, he's going to be the interim head coach for, um, for Mejia, for the Black Cats heading into 2021, Which interim head coach.
0: You, you, you knew it was going to be internal. I mean, it, it's a week, literally I a mean, week before the season starts.
1: Coach, uh, coach Bond resigned on Friday. Right. So the, the 20th, he resigned on August 20th. Um, and so you're talking about literally seven, days. six days yeah. before seven days before six days, whatever you want to call it before your first game. It was always going to be an internal hire, and so their defensive coordinator Aaron Nol is going to be their interim head coach for Mahia for the 2021 season. Okay, elsewhere, um, uh, w- while you while you've got your praying boots on, do you wear boots to pray? Oh, that was weird. Uh, if you sounds could, very lano. Uh, there was a there was a <laughs> port out from Ashley Elam down there at Vibe, mm-hmm. um, who who put out there on Twitter, and and I am I I will just signal boost this, uh, but he threw out there that if you could say a prayer uh, for both. Um, but the, uh, the head coach at West Orange Shark, Cornell Thompson mm-hmm. and the head coach at Tom Ball uh, at, at, or Beaumont Westbrook rather Kevin Flanagan. Yes. Um, they are going to um, they are both uh, apparently uh, battling COVID right now. and so we'll signal boost that if you've got a uh, little room in your, in your, in your prayer chart, Get your prayer list. Prayer uh, boots, throw those, baby. Throw those two guys on there. <laughs> uh, so we were certainly thinking about them as they were both recovering from COVID nineteen. Uh, and speaking of which, you know, I hate doing this, but we will have to uh, point out that we have uh, we have a uh, sadly, the return of the COVID nineteen rescheduling and or, or cancellation tracker. Yeah. Um. So far, we have uh, six games, uh, six UIL games that have been uh, canceled for this week. Ira and Monday, Brian and Waller, um, uh. uh Plano John Paul uh versus Lovejoy, ARP and Hughes Springs, Willow uh Willow Park Trinity Christian versus Peaster. and Riviera Coffer versus Agua Dolce. Uh there have been a couple of uh uh there have been a couple of U up texts that have gone out. Yeah. uh because uh for example, Lovejoy and Brian are not going to play. Mm-hmm. That's a game that they threw together. Tom Ball Christian's gonna play Houston Yates, that's been a rescheduled game. And then Monday and Pister kind of pointed out, they were both at the dance. Well you you went to like a school dance and they were both like standing like up against the wall they're
0: like you want to? We're going to do this. <laughs> so, Monday
1: and Pister are now playing. And
0: one more uh, thing. against at Tomball. Tomball,
1: thank you. Yes, Tomball. One more thing. You. One more thing. I know you're freaking out about the app. Okay, I've seen your tweets.
0: Oh, we're trying. Guys. I've gotten your DMs.
1: I've gotten your emails. Yeah, I've been asked about it on interviews. I was on uh, Kale Steed's podcast, Press, yeah. pa- uh, Press Pass Sports. Uh, there, there are today. comments
0: that have been happening in, in here right now. In the comments. I know you
1: have questions about the app. The app is rolling out a huge update early this week yes I don't have a date for you I know it's early this week they're putting the finishing touches on it we uh not only will have the schedules which I know you're all very concerned about Mm -hmm. the schedules but we've also spent pretty much the whole off season like tweaking it and making it more user-friendly and making it a better app we hope knock on wood so right don't worry
0: if you need schedules they are on the website they're on
1: texasfootball.com if you need schedules Mm. but the app will be updated I promise you before the first game kicks off on, on Thursday, okay? Yeah. I will tell you that. We will have it out for you. Uh, you'll need to update your app and stuff, but we've got a big update, app update rolling out early this week. I promise. And then it's maybe, coming. maybe. We didn't forget are... about the app. People <laughs> were asking me, like, so, like, the app is gone? I'm like, no!
0: Yeah, guys, I've gotten so many of them. Yes. Yeah, trust me. Uh, our, our guy, Will Wilkerson, is losing sleep over the app. Yeah. He will get it out for you. Exactly. So,
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's what's going on with the app. That's headlines from across the state of Texas. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Also on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school, football, college football and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hey, thanks to Aaron Flynn for an email I just received. I really appreciate that. Um is where you can find complete coverage of high school, football, college football and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. That's our subscription package. Two magazines, a years worth of exclusive online content. Uh, look guys, uh, TikTok, the, the schedule, the season kicks off on Thursday, 6 o'clock on Thursday. So you better have this magazine by 6 o'clock on Thursday. We will get it to you ASAP. We'll priority mail you this magazine. If you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. Yeah, you got to study up. Texasfootball.com subscribe. Pickle, it's game week. Game week, baby. And since it's game week, we figure we may as well bring in somebody who knows something about football. I like that's necessary. Let's bring in the head coach of the San Antonio Brennan Bears, Coach Stephen Bazor.
2: Coach, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How about you guys?
1: I'm um, Excellent. Happy game week. Uh, yes. Uh, first and foremost, uh, can you tell us a little bit about this offseason, maybe as it compares to, oh, I don't know, I'll pick an offseason at random last off season, which was uh, such a challenge?
2: Well, I mean, this one obviously went much more smoothly. You know, last year, obviously, we were, we were shut down. Multiple times started up, shut down, all that kind of a thing. But you know, this year, even though there were still a few issues with COVID and whatnot, we were still able to kind of mitigate those and work through them. And and you know, as normal as could be. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we definitely made a lot of progress, uh, you know, throughout the off season in the summer programs, and and here we are today.
1: Um- I want to ask you a little bit about what you guys uh, took from last year. Another ten and two mark for you guys seems like ten, ten wins is, is is pretty much uh, become standard practice there in, in Bear Country. Uh, but you also did it with a lot of youngsters, uh, and so I'm interested in maybe what you learned about your team based on what happened last year.
2: Well, you know, I knew we had the potential to be very good, but like you said, we we had roughly half our starters slightly more than that were sophomores um and you know they were they were playing because they were pretty good but you know they're still sophomores and, and that's usually a scary thought for most people including myself but you know a lot of them just kind of learned as we went and got better as the season went on and and uh, you know they're very coachable they're very motivated and those types of things so i was you know cautiously optimistic about what we could be and, uh, you know, hope that we would do that. In general, we did. You know, we kind of lost the game along the way that, that uh, we didn't play very well and turned the ball over quite a few times. But I think that, you know, was part of the sophomore deal. But at the end of the day, you know, finishing 10-2 was, was pretty solid. And, uh, you know, we got knocked out by a solid Vandegrift team that was senior heavy. But I think we, we learned a lot of lessons from last year, and hopefully those will pay off you know, this year moving forward.
1: Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's one thing I'm, I'm very interested in, you know, kind of to couple these first two questions together is, you know, you played, you went in the last year with a really young team that also didn't get to have an off season. Did you, was there a different, like, I don't want to say attitude. Was there an extra spring in these guys steps heading into the the spring ball and heading into uh, the, 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 this, these summer workouts as opposed to maybe, you know, what you've seen in the past?
2: Yeah, I think I think they, you know, we're excited to be, you know, again, close to normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know the mass thing has popped up a little bit more, but but, uh, you know, generally it was pretty normal. And um, we were able to do a lot of things, you know, all summer. And I think they're all excited about, you know, the possibilities. But, you know, what I try to really emphasize, and I'm sure every coach that's done this before does, you know, last year's last year and this year's this year. And we got to go out and, and, and prove who we are and what we can do. We can't just rely on. You know what happened last year and those types of things, but I think it's a pretty focused team. You know they're a little more mature now as the majority of them are juniors. Um, and again, I think they learned a lot from last year. So uh, you know I'm excited again about what we can do, and, and I'm I'm more optimistic. You know last year, like I said, cautiously. This year, I'm I'm a little more positively optimistic in terms of. I really think we got a chance to be pretty good. But, you know, we play Reagan, obviously, off the top, and they're an excellent program, and and they present a lot of challenges, and Coach Hamilton does a really good job coaching them up. So, you know, we got our hands full this week, and we play a Clemens team who's been there and done that as well. So, you know, we got a lot going on early, but um, these should be two good tests. You know, start with Reagan on Friday night.
1: We're talking with Stephen Baser, the head coach of the San Antonio Brennan Brandon Bears here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at Hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, one of those youngsters who's growing up in a hurry is, is, is your QB1, Ashton DeBose, a guy who, uh, you know, a dual-threat guy who was really impressive uh, last year as, as, as a sophomore. Um, you know, a 2,000-yard passer, uh, ran for another 12 touchdowns. Um, you know, the, the numbers speak highly of him, but, but as the guy who sees him every day in practice, what is it about Ashton DeBose that maybe sets him apart?
2: (sighs) I mean, he's really the total package, um, quiet total package. You know, he's a, he's a quiet, shy guy. He's not a big ego guy. He's got a ton of poise. Uh, he's very competitive. He's quietly competitive, but very competitive, which is my favorite attribute of any athlete. Uh, but you know, he's just got everything that you need. He can run, he can throw, he's calm. Uh, he can make good decisions. He can read, you know, all three levels, you know, in the run game or pass game. So, uh, he can just do a lot of things. And then he's very accurate as a passer. I think people don't realize how accurate he can be, you know, and and he can make a lot of plays with his feet, a lot of plays with his arm, and then he can sometimes improvise in those situations as well. So he's really a a dynamic player and has dynamic abilities and, and, um, you know, he, he just can do a lot of damage. He can do a lot of damage, you know, either way you want to slice it. And uh, he's pretty confident, and he wants to win, and he's a good leader. So, I mean, he checks a lot of boxes of what you look for in a standout leader uh, at the quarterback position. And, and, and he, again, checks a lot of boxes.
1: Um, whenever your teams have been really outstanding uh Typically, it's been based on the strength of your defense, your defense. I mean, offense takes care of itself, usually pretty darn good, but it seems like you when your defense is cooking, you guys are a real threat. Um, do you have a feel quite yet about how this defense may stack up with some of the uh, some of the other defenses that you've had there, Brennan, which have been outstanding?
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, we've had some pretty highly ranked, you know, defenses over the year and whatnot. And, and I think we're, you know, in the ballpark with these guys. Again, a lot of them are back. I think we have six back. Uh, our secondary is, is you know, going to be the young part of our team. But uh, the front, you know, seven uh, are all back. And then we've got Tyler Turner, who's really outstanding uh, safety in the secondary. But the rest of them are... Um, you know, either had some experience in other positions last year and or are, you know, probably going to get a first-year start kind of situation. So early it'll be, you know, how well can our secondary hang up and hold up, and I think they'll be okay. And if they do, I think we got have a chance to be, you know, really, really highly ranked again and, and be uh lockdown-type defense, which is what we want to be. And, and we are definitely a defensive-first-type team, but, uh, you know, this year I think our offense can be exceptionally explosive. So hopefully it'll be on both sides, and we want to be – as good as we can be, obviously on both sides, and, and we think we got a chance to be very good uh, on both sides.
1: Well, you mentioned it right out of the gate this Friday. You you draw uh, San Antonio Reagan, a not only a team that that you know is, is is very good, but also a team that you know, depending on how things break, these the, you know the you guys could end up being some two of the very best teams in the San Antonio area this year, at least according to the dummies at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And so. Right. Um, you know i I don't want to ask you to give away your game plan but at the same time when you take a look at what you're up against on 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 friday what do you think are going to be the keys for you guys to come out with a win
2: well you know everything i just said about our team i can say about their team Mm -hmm. i mean they're uh pretty good offense they've got a dynamic quarterback as well you know they got a huge offensive line uh they always play you know 10 point 12 point defense kind of stuff so coach hamilton does a great job with their defense so uh, it's going to be a great, you know, great matchup with, with the, both of our teams. But, you know, it always comes down to turnovers, special teams, especially early in the year. Mm-hmm. And so we're really trying to make sure that, that we're short up on special teams, that we don't hurt ourselves. And, uh, you know, historically, looking back, usually it's the team that makes the most mistakes and or turnovers that loses between the two of us. And, um, you know, lately we've been coming out on the positive end of that deal um uh, and and previously they they had been so as long as we don't hurt ourselves you know control the ball uh no stupid mistakes in special teams fumbles you know stupid points that kind of thing i think we you know that gives us our best chance to win uh but it should be again a knockdown drag out kind of a game cuz they're good on both sides i think we are too so uh hopefully again we we win the turnover battle and we don't make mistakes with special teams and hopefully that equates to a Brennan Bear victory.
1: Uh finally for coach Stephen Baysworth there at the, the Brennan High uh coach uh, I don't mean to date you but but you're in your 12th year there at, at at Brennan. Uh you you're the only coach this school has ever had. I I I, I imagine that that O and 10 season back in 2010 is a is a long distant memory you've buried uh right. but you know, you're, you're the guy who's been the architect or at least one of the architects. Let's say that, let's give some credit to your assistants too, but one of the architects of this program, um, looking back, what do you think is maybe the biggest difference? What do you think has been the, the, is there one or two reasons for the way that you guys have quickly risen to become one of the premier programs there in the San Antonio area?
2: Well, you know, I, I I think you kind of hit it on the head. I think you got to hire good people and have good assistants. And, um, you know, we've been fortunate to, to hire some pretty good people and have really good assistants. Our current D.C., Matt Airfats, you know, does a great job. Our current O.C., Nate Shaw, does a great job. Um, when we opened up, Craig Ritchie and Jake Salinas were our coordinators, and they both did a great job. And uh, Craig's actually back on staff with us right now uh, this year, so that's exciting. But, you know, I think you got to have good kids and, and good administration and, and good coaches. And if you can check those three boxes, you, you got a chance. And we've got really good kids here, Brennan, you know, uh, We're not always the biggest and the fastest, but uh, we try, you know, to be the best we can be, you know, week in and week out, year in and year out. We have really high expectations and we take it real serious, you know, and the kids do, too. And our administration gives us a lot of support. So, uh, you know, I think we've got everything in place to to try to be successful. And and we just try to work our tails off and the kids do, too. And and hopefully that equates to a lot of victories and, and, you know, make the playoffs and all those kinds of things.
1: He's Stephen Bazor. He's the head coach of those Brennan Bears who will take on the San Antonio Reagan Rattlers coming up here this Friday down there in the Alamo City. Uh, coach, really appreciate your time. Uh, really excited to see your Bears take the field and uh, best of luck down the road.
2: All right, I appreciate it. I'm excited about it too.
1: There you go, Stephen Bazor, the head coach, San Antonio Brennan Bears, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Um, a guy that you know. I mean, it's it's easy to forget, and I know that you know they had some they've had some mediocre years. You know, seven and five, eight and four here and there, but like. I mean, this was a program that he was—he started in 2010, mm-hmm. right? Four years or three years later, they were playing Gerard Hurd and Denton yeah. Guyer in a title game. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, this is a program that has been. I mean, he's. They're ninety-five and thirty-eight. It's all been time. the
0: highlight of the two-one-zero for a while.
1: For sure. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's easy to forget how young this program is. Mm-hmm. That like we automatically what like like on that short list of San Antonio area powers, right? Especially the big. Let's just stick with the big schools here for a right. minute, right? It's like, oh well, okay, like yeah, Judson, of si- course, Sybil yep. of Steel, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, yeah, Brennan. Yeah. You know, they're in that mix. They're on that short list of like outstanding San Antonio teams. And and Steele's pretty young too, I should say. Right. But like the the the, the, the rise has been so swift for mm-hmm. Brennan and it's easy to forget that they've only been around since twenty ten. And yeah. and it's it's been a swift rise to to establish themselves as one of the premier teams there in the San Antonio area and Coach Bezor has done an unbelievable job there. I think they got an opportunity. I mean, please listen to Tep and Step, our premium high school football <laughs> podcast. But I think Brennan's wow. got a chance to, okay. to make some noise. So so it depends on which bracket they go to. And if I remember correctly, they can go... No, they are locked into Division 2, I should say. I think they're the second smallest. Is
0: that right? Yes.
1: Yeah, they're the second smallest. So they're locked into Division 2. No, I'm sorry. Technically, if Marshall got in, then they get But I think that they're probably going to Division 2. Mm-hmm. It all kind of depends on where Westlake goes. Lake Travis is going D1. Yep. If Westlake goes D2, Westlake's a favorite in Region 4. Yeah. Okay. But if they don't, they go back up to D1 where they were last year. Yeah. They go back up to D1.
0: Why not, Brennan? Yeah. I think the path is there. Mm-hmm. I think the path is there.
1: Westlake is, to me, they're going to be the favorite whatever bracket they're in. Right. But if they're not in Division two. And Brennan's going, I think Brennan's got a great shot. I yeah. think this team, I love this young quarterback, Ashton DeBose. I think that they've got some playmakers. I mean, they bring back 14 starters from last year's team, a 10-2 and two team. I think Brennan's a team to keep an eye on. And I think we'll and find out. And with a full
0: offseason under their belt. Exactly right.
1: <laughs> and we'll find out a lot Friday night. Yeah. when they play Reagan. Because I also think Reagan's got an opportunity to make some noise, too, depending on
0: that's how... A, that's a tasty week one matchup. Really
1: good. It's the best game in San Antonio, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So, very excited to see uh, Brennan take the field against Reagan. I think we'll learn a lot. And if they go, I'll just say this. If they go out there and they... they, they Throttle him? They, <laughs> take, they take it to Reagan, like
0: there yeah sit up and
1: pay attention Six, i eight. think brendan's got a super high ceiling here.
0: it was uh it was really nice to hear the question of uh you know when your guys line up friday night how do you what, what yeah. can you do to get a win and i was like oh there it is Fun we're times. back Fun
1: times. <laughs> so appreciate stephen pays hopping on with us let's go over to ashley pickle for america's second favorite segment final thoughts
0: um let's go with a question that I think I know the answer to, but are we bringing Pickums back this year? We,
1: we are. are, yes. We're working on that today. That should be up today. We're doing some, if you noticed, like our, uh, like the search bar was missing from our website today, we're doing a little bit of curtain. maintenance <laughs> to, to get ready for football season. So bear with us, but we will have Pickums going again. That will be something that is happening. Uh, with prizes so we'll we'll probably be able to detail that a little bit more tomorrow or
0: Wednesday or something. yes so yeah big some big announcements coming out with yeah. the search bar being back Don't prizes worry. and then uh, the app as you can tell we're getting there
1: yeah, we've you know it's one of those things that like you got we all had a pro we had a paper due it was due, uh, and then, to like you suddenly, oh crap we probably probably do
0: this. <laughs> the, the due date's the, coming up on uh, Friday whole, shoot
1: <laughs> we've had Thursday. seven months to get this stuff done and now we're rushing no I'm kidding we've we've been putting a lot of work into it so it's gonna do for us Unless you get something
0: else. No. It's
1: gonna do it for us. Eat. Ye- Thanks for spending a lot don't say that. <laughs> spending a of your, your a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Stephen Bezor of the Brandon Bears for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the return.
0: Two's ways! on
1: Texas football today.